0: Good morning and thanks so much for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 7th of February. The twin earthquakes that hit Turkey may just be the most devastating the world has seen in a decade. A second earthquake measuring 7.6 on the Richter scale was recorded in Turkey just nine hours after the first one. The quakes are believed to have killed over 1,500 people in the country while more than 460 died in Syria. And there are fears that there will be more mortalities. At least four Turkish airports were damaged and more than 2,800 buildings have so far collapsed. That's according to President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Meanwhile, Turkey has stopped oil flows to Sehan Export Terminal on the Mediterranean coast as a precaution, although no leaks were detected on the pipelines feeding crude to the facility. As a result, Brent crude climbed from a one-month low to trade nearly 2% higher at $81.4 to the barrel. Back home, online trading platforms Kished and LazyPay seem to have been swept up by the government crackdown on digital lending and gambling applications. LazyPay provides buy-now-pay-later credit, and Kisht is a small merchant-focused lender. The websites of the two platforms were intermittently available last evening. On a call with BQ Prime, Kisht's founder and chief executive officer Ranveer Singh said his company's app and website aren't banned yet, but it was acting up arbitrarily as of now. Moving on, the Indian government is planning to oppose Hindustan Zinc's proposal to buy global zinc assets of Vedanta Limited for $2.98 billion. That's according to a Bloomberg story. The government, which has nearly 30% stake in Hindustan Zinc that it intends to sell through an offer-for-sale mechanism, is likely to vote against the plan on concerns ranging from high valuations to it being a related party transaction. In news in the banking space, banks have reportedly reached out to the Reserve Bank of India with a suggestion to count funds in unclaimed deposits and inoperative or dormant accounts towards the cash reserve ratio. That's a report by the Economic Times. The CRR is a statutory limit mandated by the central bank and it is a percentage of the bank's demand and time liabilities and must be maintained in the form of government bonds currently. In international news, Google has said yesterday that it will release a conversational chatbot called BARD going up against Microsoft, which has already pumped billions of dollars into the creators of ChatGPT. You've tried it, haven't you? In case you haven't, you should. Just don't let your kids use the chatbot for their homework. In international markets, US equity markets ended lower overnight the Dow closed more or less flat, down about 0.1%, while the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ dropped 06 and 1% respectively. But it's a positive start to trade in Asia with all three early rises, Japan, Australia and South Korea, gaining a little ground. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Neeraj. How's it looking?
1: It's looking okay, Alex. Uh, Well, it's very unlikely that global markets will move uh, very high before Jerome Powell's address today. Uh, He's, uh, uh, of course, going to speak about and maybe uh, bring back the optimism that came about or bring down the optimism that came about after his address post the policy last week. The price action yesterday in India was in line with global markets, but the risk reward in India... My mind still stays favorable for trading gains aside of the pause anticipated today. In terms of sectors, traders believe that there could be some topping out of FMCG, and the price trend of chemicals and pharmaceuticals suggests no positivity in sectors currently. In those sectors, a um, lot of results today Bharti Airtel, Adani Ports, and Hero Motocorp from amongst the large caps, and then a ton of uh, non nifty names Ambuja, a key name Thermax, Deepak Nitride, Gujarat Fluorochem. Astral Poly, Navin Fluorine, and Adani Green Energy. In terms of movers today, I think market movers include HDFC Life, which has declined by 18% this expiry and has seen the biggest OI buildup in the Feb series of 81.5%, followed by Coal India and Sinjin, which have declined by a percent each since Jan 25th. Large short positions here suggest that the belief that the worst is not over, though sharp short covering led bounce back may not be ruled out. Tata Steel saw Q3 results largely in line with estimates, but for the surprise loss, which was on account of a non-cash deferred tax outgo and higher raw material costs. The company said that there is visible pickup in India demand across segments and expect Asia Steel prices to gradually recover. Some other result reactions uh, may include Adani transmission, which saw a very strong performance in quarter 3 and Nuoko vistas where volume and revenue were in line realizations were above estimates but ebitda ebitda per ton and adjusted pat were below broker estimates hindustan zinc and vedanta might be in focus because bloomberg reports that the indian government is planning to oppose hindustan zinc's proposal to buy global zinc assets for vedanta for about three billion dollars this is probably a positive for hindustan zinc and a negative for vedanta Hindalco might be in focus because Novelis has reported a large decline in PAT, but at the same time, the United States plans a 200% tariff on Russian aluminum as soon as this week, which should be positive for all aluminum makers. Speaking of commodities, sugar has extended the fall on bets that the supply will improve and on the back of a strong US dollar and may keep the stock sentiment on sugar stocks bearish. Lastly on the Adani Group, well, um, Bloomberg reports that Uh, USD bonds issued by Adani Group Companies. Out of the 15 USD bonds, nine have posted losses on Tuesday. Well, declines were led by Adani Ports USD bonds due 2041. But Adani Renewable Energy as well as Adani Green notes uh, have gained as well. So it's a bit of a mixed bag out there. With that, it's back
0: to you, Alex. Uh, To all traders, have a great day ahead. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.